Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Adem. Very sorry that I'm late. I will compensate by... Uh, spending extra time. Uh, we've been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 11 years. If you have any questions, raise your hand. Please try to fill the questions that we're present, uh, the Google sheet that we're presenting there. It will become very easier if you, you know, there are a lot of people, if you put the Google sheet, it will be much easier for you, for me to respond. Good with the first caller. Vivek? Yeah. Hi, Mr. Rahul. Uh, this is Vivek. And uh, yeah, my I-140 and 485 uh, application were filed concurrently on March 9th. And uh-huh. I 140 is approved on 21st uh, March. Okay. Uh-huh. So my last day of employment, they told me like uh, the mal- my last date of employment is on 14th April. Uh, so Damn. Now H1 uh, have a grace period, and uh, so when we have to file at the latest for the H1B transfer. H1B, you already know that 60-day grace period is right. But I still want to make the 485 to be valid, though. There are some risks that you have to take right now for 485. So if you can get a job offer, that will be very good. Um, But I do not want you to count on the 485 application yet, okay? I want you to proceed with a new company. I want you to proceed with the labor certification with the company. I still don't want to give up on the 485 application. What is your priority date? Uh, 2012, May. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I would still keep that because I will not, because it's a job offer. They did not withdraw the permanent job offer. I would keep it, okay? Okay, okay. You may want to have a private consultation so that I will tell you, you know, what if, what if not, because there are a lot of things that can go against you, though. Of course, you know that if it's more than 180 days, what's the rule is, right? Right, I mean, right. you know that. Yeah. If it's right. under 180 days, it's a little bit more complex. I do not want you to count. I do not want you to count on the, no. I do not want you to count on the, uh, uh, sorry, I do not want you to count on the, uh, uh, I do not want you to count on the 485. Next person, please. Baskar. Baskar. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, so this is related to the U.S. visitor visa question. Uh, mm-hmm. I know what are all the valid reasons we can explain to the port of entry at the time when my mom comes in. I think she's coming sixth time. And uh, she already had some issues. One day overstay and her visa got rejected. We got a new visa and uh, she's coming third time. So every time when she comes in, she is taken to the secondary screening. When I was mm-hmm. Googling, I saw something called a DHS uh, trip or some something some program where we can provide more information to avoid okay. the extra secondary screening mm-hmm. i don't know how it applies to this scenario, so so so, so, so she overstayed but it's good that you got the stamping again okay so Correct. it's cleared yeah. up right now but uh, when was the last time she overstayed 
See, overstayed last time uh, in 2015. Only one day overstayed, and uh, and after that, when, after when that, it, did she ever visited afterwards? Correct. We overstayed, and when we came back in 2016, along with me, and we didn't know it. She overstayed one day, so her visa got rejected. She got deported immediately, and we got the new visa in 2017. Uh, one year later, very difficult time. It was my mistake. And after, and after that, she is coming right now. No, after that she came twice. And how long did she stay every time? Six months. Yeah, that's becoming. A, and when was the last time she visited? She visited probably eight months before, eight nine months before yeah, last year. She she need to cut down the time of six months when she's coming and visiting now. Okay, this oh, really? time when she okay. comes, yeah, because it looks like she's staying here and visiting India. That's a problem there, is right? She's supposed kind of to she's alone. Yeah. Okay. 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 She's alone. There is not an excuse. Okay. Okay. She the, the purpose for her is the visiting visa to come and visit United States, not otherwise. So you are risking every time she's visiting six months. She's risking. There is nothing I can do. And and you said the last time she visited was eight months ago. She she yeah she left the United States uh, May twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. There is nothing I can back do. After but, nine months. But, yeah, but yeah. Uh, nothing I can tell you to elevate it. If I tell somebody that she's been deported though because she overstayed, nobody will believe me. Actually, okay, you got, you need to understand that uh, nobody will. They say, oh no, Rahul doesn't know what law is. Okay, that's but, true. Above, yeah, happened. because once you overstay for one day, you're gone. So right Correct. now, there is nothing I can do. But that six months, six months is hurting you. You're playing at edge of a knife whenever she she's staying. So this time, make sure that she stays only four months, not six months. That's all I, I can advise you. Next person, please. Neha Jain. Hi. Thanks for all taking my call. Uh, so my brother uh, is a permanent resident in Canada, and he has an H one petition extension approved until twenty twenty six. His current H one B stamps expires next month. Uh, but he already applied for a new stamp because he frequently traveled and that uh, was refused and he was asked to uh, he did a dropbox this time and that was refused and he was asked to schedule an interview and okay, dates and since dates are not available for the next one to two months and since his current h1b stamp is still valid till the end of the month uh, sorry, no, April? he cannot. He cannot use that. Once he gets refused, though, he cannot mm. come back on the existing stamping. All right, not even the auto. Uh, okay. No, no. All right. The auto will Nothing works. Next person, please. Chandrasekhar. Uh, hey Rahul, thank you very much for taking the call. So last year September, I got my green card, but my minor son he could not get, and the date got retrogressed. So I have applied for him in the F2A category. So I applied I-130 for him. And now I see that, you know, for the F2A- Did you only I applied I-130? You didn't apply for it, fine? That, that's what I'm asking you, Rahul. So on. because I-130 I, I applied in the on, online. So now I had to apply for the 485 on, the, on, uh, on uh, paper, right? So I'm right. going to apply for that. So next, uh, for the April bulletin, final action date is actually not current for it. So until March, it is current. So, so, so my question is, 
my why can't I, you file before that i can apply for that so i if i apply if i file the 485 before march 30th will his date be frozen age be frozen basically because if because a- currently age just, a- age will be frozen age will be frozen if i apply for 485 okay yes okay okay that's all i wanted to know okay, okay. because if, give if, me if once uh yeah give me once and uh, let me look into yeah if, yeah go ahead no i was thinking you know if the if they pick up the application for adjudication 2 uh, years later then by that time he would have crossed 21 but i had filed for no if you file the 485 he will be saved you okay. saved if you right? want okay. to use our services i'm going to send an email to you okay, okay. Uh-huh. uh one second my systems are a little bit new what's his number chandrashekhar number 50259236 no 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 give me one second can you put a red color on it i'm going to send an email if you want to use our services yes yeah, sure. next person please thank you hi rahul um so both me and my wife we have our respective uh, h1s and uh, gc uh, applications and uh, jan 2022 uh, we received ead on my application so i received uh, ead plus advance payroll and my wife received only ead and uh, i started using my ead but she has not started and is thinking of using the ead right now but uh, the question is uh, since uh, she does not have advanced payroll uh, what if we need to visit india and come back uh, uh, if we if if she starts using ead uh, you know what uh, if uh, we need to go uh, visit india so how do we do that um if she uses start in you start she you are the main applicant is right i am the main applicant and i started using my ead and she is the dependent and uh, uh, she can request an emergency advance parole if they granted she can go otherwise she can't go otherwise she so there is something go. yeah there is something we have in uh, there is something we have in telugu avva kavalna buva kavalna you got to pick it next person please okay thank you jay hi rahul uh, my priority date is august 2011 so filed mm-hmm. for the 485 I uh-huh. received the EAD and advanced parole recently. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm planning to uh, go to India in June. Mhm. And uh, as per the visa bulletin for the April, my date uh, will no longer be uh, current, current from mm-hmm. April onwards. Mhm. And uh, my question is and I'm planning to do a downgrade in uh, EB3 it is current. Mhm. So I'm planning to do the downgrade in April. Mm-hmm. uh and i do that and uh, most likely if the i140 is not approved by the time i go to india if i mm-hmm. come back on advance well, you, you you will not downgrade it first you will get an i140 approval then you will downgrade it okay i already have eb2 i140 approval right right but you will not downgrade it until you file an eb3 you don't have a eb3 i140 approval do you no i don't uh, okay you will not downgrade until i140 is approved okay and then you travel okay uh, so if i don't get the approval of i140 within next two months and if i travel i will be using the advanced parole and the ead of um, uh, advanced still, parole you can still downgrade so once i can advance parole you you okay. can still downgrade okay and and before that before my travel if i get the approval of eb3 i140 can i still travel on uh, eb2 advanced parole absolutely absolutely you can I can. Next person, okay. please. Malathi. Malathi. 
we can't hear you sir you, you we can't hear you malte sabina hi rahul i just got a question like i got my green card in november and it was done under the eb3 on scale and i just talked to my employer like last week to resign and they just threatened me to file the fraud for fnds and today they just send me the letter what letter what does it say it says like a uh, uh, is to the fnds like the ucs like uh, i committed a fraud and i just used them for the sponsorship and now they want to take my green card back or something like that they just send me the letter today bay nothing will happen you can do whatever you want to okay so mm-hmm. you so had just... the intention you had the intention to continue working after speaking with rahul reddy you decided otherwise that's it they can send the letter you don't have to worry about it so i worked for them for 6 month and they just told me like you are working like for 5 month and like this doesn't matter whatever they can say ma'am nothing you can do anything you want to you can flip a burger in mcdonalds you can be a micro person you you can sit at home you can be a lawyer like me but you cannot be a drug dealer okay okay you can do whatever you want let them say whatever they want it won't matter for you they will not come back and revoke your green card absolutely not you don't the have to is- fear You do, yeah. If I just say that you owe me a billion dollars, okay? What would what would you do? Hey, <laughs> okay. Do the same thing with them. You're good, okay? The thing is like that. Uh, my green card was approved in wrong category, and I need to file I ninety also. Don't do that. Just leave it as it is. What category was it approved? It was approved under the skill category for E twenty seven. Ignore, ignore it. You're good. Don't do anything. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. If it's current for you, you're good. I think so. You're from Nepal. It's current. You're good. Next person, please. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. It's me. So, uh, I have a question about: Is there a higher percentage chance for the cap exempt H one B to get approved compared with the regular cap? Are you speaking about in the consulate? Are you speaking about in the USCIS? Uh, H U I C S like the I approve H O M B that part. But, I mean, last time when I spoke with you, though, okay, there were two organizations. Though the second organization you picked was a good organization. No, there is nothing that like if it's a if it's a nonprofit, it's it's they are going to approve it. If it's a for profit, they are not going to. There is nothing like that. It depends oh. on the position, though. Does the position require a specific degree? does the company or organization has the position if those two things are answered yes to the question your your approval rating is good uh, thank you and if i go to the consul processing can i go to the third country like the ecuador like the third country one problem with you is that was that you were terminated from the civic system is it right yes i would recommend that you go to your home country rather than going to some other country though the reason is that once you violate the status though the better country to go is always your home country though because if you're going to third country you should have everything a clean sheet the last time we discussed though you did not have a clean sheet okay i would recommend go to the consulate in china okay okay and uh, when i felt they trying to be sure that i do the premium processing uh yeah you can do premium processing because you are going are you not did you file in the quota or non quota uh what, what do you mean did you filed in the non profit quota yeah. or in the 
non nonprofit is CAP exempt school. CAP, yeah, go with premium processing then. Pre premium processing, and if they approve, I will go back to China and uh, uh, do the consular processing. Yes, thank you. Next question. But I think, okay. Gautam. Hey Rahul, thanks for taking my question. Um, so I applied for uh, uh, H1, H4, and H4 EAD um, uh, renewal in September 2022, and um, H4, H1 and H4 got um, approved like in a couple of months, but the EAD was still pending uh, at the time. Um, and I recently traveled to India for visa stamping, and, and I got the visa approved. Uh, but uh, the EAD pending EAD that got denied, uh, and then the re reason they stated is my spouse don't have the don't have like a valid h4 status but she has h4 statuses right yes she does yeah this you are the second person contacting me uh, in the past two days about this issue they definitely did a wrong thing um i don't know what to do about it you can do a motion to reopen you can refile the h4 EAD. do both the things okay so the motion to reopen using i290b Right. And you don't need a lawyer because there is nothing we are going to argue there. I mean, there's no legal argument. That stupid guy did a mistake. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Uh, so I just to like reopen as well as like apply for a new... Uh, right. You know, whichever comes first, you take that one. Got it. Next Got person, it. please. Okay. That's very surprising. Naga? Second person. Naga, can you unmute yourself, please? Naga, you have to unmute yourself. Uh, next person, please. I can't hear Naga. Hello? Naga here, Rahul, sir. Go ahead, Naga. My wife yeah, is uh, wanted my to wife start franchise. Franchise and commercial lease owners wanted me to sign agreement. What agreement they want? Oh, lease owners. Yeah, you can sign the agreement. That's fine. So, but my CPS says I as on H one. I am not. I could. Uh, I cannot sign these no, documents. That's okay. If you're only signing the lease, you're fine. It's me who will control you. Okay. 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 Now, so, uh, how wait. The CPS is giving you advice on a different angle. Okay. He's saying, hey, you are going to be in big loss in finances if you are going to personally sign. That's what he's telling you. As far as immigration is concerned, if you're just signing the lease, everything else is your wife. Okay. You're just guaranteeing your wife, though. That's what you're doing there. You can do so. Yeah. So I can sign but the I'm, franchise. Yeah. Right. But I am not telling you the risk percentage, whether you're going to lose the money. I, I, I get, get it. Money. Okay. Yeah, she she doesn't have any income. I don't think so. Even if she signs, they are. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that that's that's uh, as a risk is concerned. Listen to CPA. As a legality, whether you can sign is concerned. Listen to me. Next person, please. You okay. can sign. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Hi. Hi, Rahul. Good morning. So my question is, I'm I'm on sixty days grace period, and it will end on twenty seventh. And my LCA was filed yesterday, and I'm planning to leave Mexico and initiate the H1 transfer from there, and come back you on a plan approved petition. Sorry. Uh, why, why are you planning to leave to Mexico? Uh, this weekend. Why? Because you know, actually, I'm on the 60 days notice period. I mean, my job was I mean, I'm working. See, see, we don't yeah. know how to calculate 60 days, how to calculate whatever not. Okay. Let them file a H-1B with the extension of status. If it gets denied, though, okay, then you can consider leaving at that point of time. Let me ask you this question, though. Um, is your passport stamping still valid? Yes, my passport stamping is still 2025, and my I-140 is also approved. Okay, I see the point. So I, just, I see the point what they're trying to do. So yeah. 
Are you going to travel after the consular processing is approved or before the consular processing is approved? Uh, before the process is approved. No, I wouldn't do that. I would wait so until actually, the consular processing is approved, then I will go. So, but actually, uh, my, my job was completed on uh, Feb 24th when I was in India and my employer term terminated me and I traveled back on after a week. So, so you traveled back without the job in United States? Yes. You need to consult a lawyer. Okay. Yeah. So okay. for you this need to case, consult, uh, you need to consult a lawyer. We'll go to the next person. That's wrong. You can't do that. Yes. Uh, and then I don't understand why you're traveling outside though. Uh, no, actually, when uh, when I was when I was in India, yeah, I I you need to you need to consult a lawyer. Next person, please. Rashik, can you unmute Rashik? Hello. Yes, go ahead. Hello, sir. Uh, thank you. Uh, last time I spoke with you, uh, when myself and my wife were in India, uh, we got I got H one and my wife got uh, H four. We traveled to U.S. After that, uh, my wife H uh, one got approved here. Mm -hmm. There is no I ninety four I ninety four attached to the approval notice for her. So mm -hmm. I assume that she is in still H four status, right? Absolutely. If the I ninety four is not there, she is still in H four status. Okay. And after that, I moved from uh, company A to company B, mm -hmm. and company B did not do H four transfer for her. So, but when is the current H four expiring? Current H4 is there till 2024 November and she has a stamped visa also. Okay, so what's your question? If my company A revokes my H1, will it affect her H4 status in US? Zero, zip, nothing. Until the, her I-94 expires, she's good. But before the I-94 expires, you have to extend the H4 status. What about her E? Do you have an I-140 approval, Rishik? Uh, no, sir. Okay. If the company A revokes H-1B for you, it will not, not affect your wife's H-4 until I need for expires. Okay. Which is, you said, okay. is in 2024. Okay. Next person, please. Yes, correct, sir. Yeah. Hello? Thank you very much. Uh, hi, Rahul Garu. Last time uh, I was in the Zoom call with Chen and I was uh, requesting her to check if I can be eligible for EB2 NIW. This is my fourth okay. year of H1 and I don't have so I-140. So you need to have a consultation with her. Uh, I saw somewhere that a lot of attorneys are doing a, at least a pre-evaluation for the initial one. And then... No, we, we don't. You don't? Oh, we don't. Okay. 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 Thank you, Rob. Okay. Next person, please. Karthik? Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Um, my name is Karthik. So recently I traveled to India on Mid-Jan to get my H1B stamp. And I got my H-1B stamp successfully and I have a valid visa, okay? And mm -hmm. uh, on March 12th, I planned for a, uh, to come back to United States and I have booked my ticket through Emirate Airlines. I have a connection flight at Dubai and at the boarding area in the Dubai, they have stopped me saying that CBP has uh, denied my entry to the United States. And they haven't provided, they haven't provided any information about this case regarding the reason why the CBP has denied my entry. I have the valid I-977, 797 valid uh, visa and valid passport with me. Do you have any criminal records? No, I don't have any. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been in USA? It's been eight years I've been in the United States. Did you ever got involved with a company called Integra Wire Class or no, nothing like that. This is my third time I'm trying to enter into the United States. That's not the question that I said to you. 
Okay, yeah, I haven't you. worked with any of those companies. No, I'm really shocked why they didn't. You may want to have a private. What's the first first company's H1B? Which is the first company that filed H1B for you? Oh, V3 Tech Solutions. V3 Tech T E C H Solutions. Is it one I. word or two words? Uh, V3 Tech is one word. Did they what when they filed the first H1B? What kind of end project they use though? Uh, it's end like client. a end client. Um, uh, I was working for a uh, banking, uh, sorry, healthcare uh, company. So they, they filed it. They all use they use that end client as a banking client. Yeah, healthcare uh, healthcare provider, Florida Blue. Yeah. Ah. I'm surprised. I couldn't figure it out. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I have even tried to reach out to the embassy here, local embassy, uh, Chennai embassy, where I got my visa stamp. So they replied today saying that uh, uh, you will have a valid visa and everything. But uh, uh, at the same time, Homeland Security and CBP has uh, authority to win, allow you or deny you to the United States. They responded in a, just a basic uh, thing. They didn't mention any reason why uh, CBP has to deny my entry. And that's not happened during the port of entry. It happened during the transit of my flight in Dubai, where I'm boarding my flight to Miami. What technologies are you in? Uh, I'm in data sciences. Uh, my it's full-time member is a Larson & Tobro LNT Infotech. And my H1B is also with a Larson & Tobro. There's something serious looks to be on you, but I couldn't figure it out what it is. It could be that uh, you may be in some... Um, technologies that may be cutting it technologies. They don't want you to learn that. I don't know at this point of time, but you may want to make a private consultation because I couldn't figure it out at this point of time. And uh, I would advise, uh, in effect, if I can't figure it out what it is though, uh, most probably the advice would be that I want you to file a stamping uh, again and then try how it how it's going to work out because I can't figure it out what it is right now. Okay. So uh, what I was thinking is, can I again try to fly back to United States and see maybe... Some... I won't do that. I won't do that. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay? okay. So I would file the visa stamping again because they said your visa has been cancelled. Uh, so I would no, file they, the visa. That my visa has been cancelled. They mentioned that... I, you would, have a... I, I know. I know. They've denied your entry. I would like to file the application again. Visa application again. Next person, please. DS-160 again, file application. But at this point of time, I couldn't figure it out. Don't, don't try to fly again. Next person, please. Rupa? Hi, Rahul. Uh, hi, Rahul. Yes, uh, is Rupa here. Uh, so my EB-1C is approved. Uh, uh, my date is current. Mm -hmm. uh, I-485 is pending. Me and my wife, mm -hmm. we both got our uh, advanced parole and EAD. Uh, so when my EB-1C was filed, my designation was senior engineering manager. So mm -hmm. it's currently not yet 180 days of filing. It's another one month left. My company is mm -hmm. planning to promote me as director. Role-wise, there won't be much of a change. Uh, maybe salary and designation will change. So should I? Yeah, I... Uh, we, we, we... That looks to be a natural promotion to me, though. Okay, yeah, yeah. it doesn't look odd to me, though. So I would take it. I would not have any problem in taking it. If it's something odd, I would be very worried about it. 
you're good so okay in the same company because i'm not changing also so of course of course in the same yeah, company. Yeah, yeah. okay next person okay. please try to fill out the zoom call guys nobody's filling the zoom calls Malaki? Uh, Zoom, uh, the uh, the Google Sheet, sorry. Malti, go ahead. Yeah, hi. Uh, thank you, Rahul, for taking the question. I sent it by, you know, the Google Sheet. Um, we are Indian-born, waiting in AB2. My daughter is 21-year-old, UK-born. Can my sister or brother who are US and can sponsor her for the green card? No, they can't sponsor her for the green card. They can sponsor you for the green card. But anyway, she turned 21. She's out of luck on that. She has to be on her own and file a green card on her own. Lucky that she's born in UK, so she doesn't come into the Indian quota. Thank you so much. Thank you. Next person, please. So yeah, you can find a sponsor for her, even if she's not working for the company, and and get the green card through sponsorship. She'll get faster green card than you do. <laughs> yeah, but she's a student, and uh, she has got a long way to go, and she's planning to do yeah. medicine, so she won't be getting any employer soon. So I, I got, I got the point. I mean, you, there are unskilled jobs also she can get sponsored. If she has a bachelor's degree, she can get sponsored, ma'am. Okay, she comes under okay. EB three. She doesn't need to have an experience. She can and be a medical researcher. Right she, she can, she she can she, yeah, once she completes a bachelor's, right once she completes a bachelor's degree, somebody can sponsor like a medical researcher and get her the green card. Next oh, person, okay. please. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for uh, taking my call. Uh, this is uh, this is the same question that uh, Chandra asked. I have I have a similar question. Uh, I file I one thirty and four eighty five for derivative. Primary already approved. But derivative is already 18 and a half years old, and we filed in uh, F2A category. So now that the F2A is retrogressed, so at the time of adjudication, if uh, the priority date takes two and a half years to be current, so at the time of adjudication, will they approve the 485? Because no, uh, they won't. She might they have... won't. Unless the final action date is current, the 485 will not be approved. Okay. So what would happen to that 485 then? So we will see. If... It will. It can stay there for ten years. Okay, so we have to file again in F two B category at that time. No. No. Once you file the four eight five, they are locked in the H. You don't have to do anything in F two B. The H is locked. It's called CSPA, Child Service Protection Act. Since you file the four eight five, the child is locked. Yeah, but the to... green card would not be granted uh, if it That's is. That's right. That's right. You don't have, to, but the category will still be F2A. Okay. And she has a category in EB derivative also, EB2 derivative also. Yeah, so whichever yeah, comes yeah. first. Whichever comes first, you can take that one. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take the last caller for today. Ravi. Hey, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. So uh, my L1 extension was applied in October end 2022 and L2 extension was applied in November, mid of November 2022. So L2 extension is approved in early February, but I'm still waiting for my L1 primary extension. So is this normal? That's very odd that the L2 has been approved and L1 has not been approved. But uh, yeah, do I see these months. kind of stupid things? Yes, I do see these kind of stupid things. Okay. 
so it's been a five months now. Can I reach out to USCIS or shall you I? You can reach out, but school? why don't you do premium processing? Uh, my employer uh, didn't approve for the premium processing. Okay, then you can reach out to the. You can't reach out. Only your uh, only your uh, uh, only your employer can employer. reach out. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, cannot reach okay. out. Okay, I'll I'll take with them. All right. Yeah. And is there Next. anything uh, I should be concerned about? Like uh, it's been a one and a half. No, uh, no. The timing is good. At the time, nothing wrong in the okay. timing. So just okay. the stupid people approved L two visa unnecessary. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at three thirty p.m. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.